Oh, look at that. It's the podcast police. You're too popular. This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of Says Who if you give at the five or ten dollar a month level. And at ten bucks, not only do you get that, you also get a sticker every month as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Oh, your voice is lulling me to sleep. Patreon.com slash says who. Fox! <laughs> Look, I am balls deep right now in getting things ready for three books to come out this year, plus the writing of the book. When I've discovered, Dan, that when you actually actively and correctly finish three books almost all at the same moment, what then happens is you have to do all the work that goes with those three books. So right now, I am like a character in a 70s sitcom who is dating three people and is always like trying to hide one while the other comes in like, oh, yeah, get in the closet. There's something in there I need to. And then you slam the door and you're like, oh, hi. Um, like I'm Jack Trippering my way through life right now, which is a threes company reference. If you're I under mean, 95 years old, to be fair, you seem uniquely qualified. You've done a lot of research, yeah, into 70s sitcom scenarios. So I feel like you've got no, this. No one, actually, I've done more research into like 70s detective shows. So my mm. response to this is to put on some sunglasses and get in a giant car and just drive around L.A. at top speed with no seatbelt on. Seems fine. I don't know if that's going to help me. But anyway, I'm really excited for you guys to read The Box in the Woods because it is. Dan was just helping me on some to make a make a design for some of the merch. And um, it's the cold case she solves is a 1978 uh quadruple murder at a camp and um so it's got a 70s camp murder background and a present day uh camp murder feel (laughs) (laughs) double the camp murders in only just one book so uh, good present day camp murder feel it's coming out in June, Dan. So maybe by June we'll be able to go outside and we'll discuss it out a little bit more. And if you can't, you'll be able to feel like you're in a camp. Books. Oh, I just added a sun to this as you were talking, and it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> That's the thing is. I'm going to need to close this file or I'm not actually going to record. Look, I need to tell you guys a secret about Dan. If you ask him any question about how to make something, he'll be like, Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I I don't have any time right now, but I'll get to it, you know, as soon as I can, because I'm super, super busy. And then within the hour, so my <laughs> question was, can you help me with this design for this thing that, they, that, that the Harper's making? And I just had a question about a like a little logo thing. And he's like, yeah, I don't have any time. Within the hour, he sent me three designs. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. And they were all great. It's true. Anyway. You know what is good about stuff is stuff. You can get stuff at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. We have stuff, including 2021. We are counting the sparkles, and you can do so with merch now out. 
at merch.sayswhopodcast.com. And it's worth pointing out that if you're a five or ten dollar Patreon supporter, you get a monthly discount code for the merch store. You can make your money back that way. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. And you know what else? I'm not busy enough. Oh, boy. There's an impeachment happening-ish, sort of, kind of. Right now we're in the lull, but you can find out when we're out of the lull at impeachment.fyi, where I will be covering the impeachment trial that is a-coming in two weeks. It's real slow. But I, I guess we'll get, It's we'll get real to it. stop and start. We'll get to it. I, uh, For my own well-being, I wish they would not have done this, but... I mean, their weird stop-start thing. I, I, I'm fine with them impeaching him. Anyway, impeachment dot F-Y-I. Yes. Look at that. We did it. Yes. We did it. What? Steve Bannon, what the fuck are you doing on my phone right you, now? You called me. I didn't, I didn't call you. I just sat oh, down and then I heard your voice coming out of my ass. Jesus Christ, Rudy, you've got to stop butt dialing everybody. What's this? I just, I think I need different pants. I don't think that's it. They, they don't make pants that stop you from being a fucking idiot. Well, I just, listen, Steve, I've got an issue here. What? Well, I'm being sued for a billion dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, the, those voting people, the Dominion people, they didn't, they didn't like me razzing them, I guess. Uh, They're suing me for a billion dollars. Oh, hold on. Oh, let me just pull up in the news here. Oh, actually, they're selling, suing you for a, a billion points three dollars. Well, oh. I, I, I can afford point three dollars. No, it's not point three dollars. That's three hundred million dollars. No, you said a billion point three. That's like 30 cents. Oh, that's a shame, Rudy. I'm really sorry to hear that. Listen, I need a favor from you. Oh, okay. Because you got a pardon, so you can do anything oh. now. Well, yeah, actually, I did get a pardon, Rudy. Yeah, so what I need you to do is to rappel into their offices and uh. just, like, burn them down. Could you do that for me? Oh, I'm sorry. I think your pardon will cover that. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I, uh, I just, uh, I'm busy. You know what? When you're pardoned, you just have so much spare, fun, free time. You know, I've just been hanging out, uh, drinking uh, pina coladas. Hey, uh, listen, you shit. Who mm, do you think got you your pardon, huh? Huh? I trumped it. Well, I mean, yeah, but I was in the realm. No, he wasn't even paying you anymore, Rudy. I remember he, listen, he said it was, was, he wasn't going to pay your bills anymore. Hey, listen, <laughs> I was I was involved. You owe me, you piece of shit. Oh, $1.3 billion just, is a lot of money, Rudy. All I need <laughs> you to do, Steve, is just go in there and burn oh. it down for me. Oh, hold on. I'll be, I'll be right there, you guys. Oh, we're having a... We're playing some games in the pool. I'm gonna Wait, go play. Wait, who's over at the pool party? Just some friends. You what know. Is... What do you got? What mm -hmm. is? Oh, don't you have any friends? Well, I didn't get an invite. 
I like pool parties. Oh, that's a shame. We don't have any time because you busy have to defend yourself against the $1.3 billion lawsuit. <laughs> you know, it's, I think they're probably going to fold. I'm going to write them back oh, and they're going to I don't think so. They're going to give pretty, in. They're pretty mad. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys are... Oh, they're making little sliders. And uh, we're going to eat like, some sliders. And I like sliders. Oh. Hey, come on. Hey, Kate. Hey, where are you at right now? Oh, we're, uh, the only problem is we got a strict rule against pieces of shit coming to our party, so. (laughs) So I'll see you later. I'm gonna sue you for $1.4 billion for being a shitter. Well, I can't hear you anymore. What? Why? Uh, We're still on the phone. Did I hit mute? Did I hit mute again? Phone problem. Whoa, hold on. I think I might have hit mute. Did I? Did, wait, no. You can hear me, right? Did I? Steve? Steve? Hey, Macarena. Piece of shit. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. That was very kind of, it's a coping strategy. I don't know what it was. It's a pizza. It's a me. And I'm it's a me. Ah, Morning Johnson, I have shoveled outside twice today. It's suddenly winter. It is. Snowing here too. We have had a big snow. I think there's... Was just out at lunch, and we've had like almost seven inches at this point. Still wow. coming down. Yeah, it's a it's a real one. It's a just, real one. We just have like a dusting. It seems to have stopped even. So it's now we uh we had it. We had a real one. This is our first real one of the year. I'll point out it. We've really not had much of a winter at all yet, but it is now, and I am uh feeling it, feeling it in my shoulders. Not exciting. What? That's exciting banter. Hello. Well, sh- well, I mean, Chicago, like, you know, as we've said, we met when you wrote Mayor Emanuel, and some of my favorite parts of Mayor Emanuel were when they were having winter adventures in Chicago. That was truly, we have never, we have never had a, uh, we have never had a snow like that since, I will say. That was a remarkable, I think we got almost two feet of snow in that, in that evening. Yeah, you. wild. You seem to live in some sort of polar vortex at that. Yeah, that literally was a a polar vortex at one point. Dan, I have a very important update that everybody in says he was going to want to know about immediately. Um, On the on the bonus episode this weekend, I don't know if it's even out yet. I I went on at length uh, without you asking me about it. About my feet and the fact oh, that yeah. I have that, the worst. That's out. Okay. So I have terrible feet. All right. Yeah. They're, they're very, they're not my great feature. I don't like them. We don't get along. Uh, but I have a very, very important update. Um, someone, there's a site called WikiFeet where oh, every, every photo of feet on the internet oh, that's no. like anybody that's like, let's put quotes, select. So Celebrities, but also just other people, like anyone that has any kind of a name, which means apparently includes authors, they will track down every photo that includes feet 
and put no. them up on your wiki feet and then like rate this. and they will rate your feet. And no. I am I am proud to tell you that <laughs> oh, no. that I have a rating of three stars and quote, okay feet from the pervs at WikiFeet. So <laughs> thank you, pervs. Um I'm really I was amazingly touched by this. Uh I thought I was gonna get less than one star, but three stars and okay feet from the pervs at WikiFeet has really warmed the cockles of my heart genuinely. So thank you for that. Um, because I know Man. you guys take your feet very seriously. Yeah, it and, does um, seem that they would be uh they would be pretty strict, I would bet. They dug up some photos. Uh oh, I no. turned out I I twice posted photos that had my feet in them and they found them. Wow. So um uh, yeah. What a wonderful world we live in, Maureen. Just magical at every turn. Have you not heard of WikiFeet before? <laughs> uh, I have certainly heard about foot perv people, but I'm not mm. sure that I knew specifically about yeah. WikiFeet. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing. And it, you'd be amazed at the people that will turn up, that your your photos, including yours truly, will turn up on WikiFeet. <laughs> Wow. When I uh, one of my first jobs out of college was to be uh, in the production department of the alt weekly here in Chicago called the Chicago Reader. And the Chicago Reader at the time was, um, as most newspapers, but certainly alt weeklies, the big driver for all of those back in the back in the 90s and early 2000s was their classified section. Um, and. They had a very large adult services section, which uh, included a lot of people offering pictures of their feet. So mm. back in the day, you had to work for that. You had to pay for those. Now right. you just go to WikiFeet. Also, I think I'm glad we're really we're giving them a lot of attention here. It's a I what I I'm hoping that this means is that somewhere there's a reader that's also a foot person who's like, I'm going to put Maureen's picture up on WikiFeet. So thank you, foot, per foot pervs. I appreciate it. And uh, again, okay, feet. I feel like I want to have this little banner on my website. Voted three Honestly, stars. Okay, feet on wiki feet. I, if I think of three stars, I don't mm. think okay. That feels more than okay. I thank think you. two stars, I think okay. I don't know. It literally, it's not even okay with an A-Y. It's okay, feet. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> so happy. All lowercase. And I am... <laughs> I was genuinely kind of jazzed about it. I was like, the pervs like me. The pervs are, the pervs think I'm adequate. <laughs> I was really psyched. We take what we can get. Honestly, Dan, I will 100% take that. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, I was like, thank you. Thank you, pervs. Highlight of the week. It really was. It was all downhill from the foot pervs well then we need something to fill our brains now because there's there's a we're it's like we're walking around an empty museum a little bit just kind of <laughs> hello hello hey is anyone gonna do anything weird here <laughs> it, come on it is time is bizarre right now i will say it makes no sense to me. This is only the first full week of the Biden administration. Hasn't even been a week. The inauguration was last Wednesday. 
the fucking insurrection of the Capitol was three weeks ago. Uh, yep. The impeachment vote was two weeks ago. Yeah, sandwiched in the middle there. Yep. And now you're back on impeachment.fyi duty. I I I was. There was a hot week. And now it's in it's in a bit of a waiting game while they uh because as we learned last year when they impeached Donald Trump, uh you impeach in the House and then it moves to the Senate for a trial. And the way the the way the kind of ancient scriptures are written, the Senate flips into becoming a court of law and can't do any work. Well, that doesn't work great when you have literally just started a new presidential administration and also flip the balance of power in the Senate. And so they have uh, they have brokered a deal where uh, first the House kind of held off handing over the articles for about a week and a half. And then they finally did. And the Senate has a deal where they are not actually going to start the trial. I believe they are getting sworn in today. Uh, but then they kind of put it all on pause and they actually try to like approve cabinet officials and it, 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 it probably not effectively pass a COVID relief bill. Uh, and then they will have to change their attention to an impeachment trial. So, yeah, I'm doing it, but I'm not. Do- I don't get it. It feels weird. I sat down to do it yesterday. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? I mean, Dan, this is something we've we've wondered about a long time, but I think we know why. Why? You cannot help yourself. I know. It's true. I can't today when I was putting show notes together, I was like, man, I really wish somebody had just sort of a very easy to read and understand website that just collected all of uh, Joe Biden's executive orders and explained what they do in like human English. And then I had to be like, no, turn away. Well, Out, and, you devil thought. So they need 67 senators. Oh, to impeach? Yeah. They need 67 so senators. Are they going to get 67 senators? That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, there are here. The, there are now two counts being kept. The New York Times and the Washington Post are both keeping a count. Let's see if I can pull. Oh, wait. Uh, I could go to impeachment.fyi and go to the Dan, link. Honestly, Dan. I don't know anything. I've been I've been shoveling snow. Have you looked so, on Wikipedia uh, They need for it? 67, probably, Maureen probably Johnson. I'm staring at the Washington Post count. 40 support. 23 are open. That's 63. Mm-hmm. 31 oppose. Mm-hmm. And six are unknown. All right. So if 31 oppose, that... Yeah. So you basically, you're six. Right. You need uh, four of your six to come through. Do you think according get to all, them? Will they get all fifty Democrats? Do you think? Uh, it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, though two of their unknowns are actually uh, Raphael Warnock from Georgia and Kristen Simina from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they're collecting this via public statements. So, um. So they would basically need four of those. So two more. Mike Lee from Utah. That feels like a hard one. Mm-hmm. Mike Crapo from <laughs> Idaho. I, I always think that guy's name was made up, but I know he's real. Deb Fisher from Nebraska and Todd Young from Indiana. So you would need two of those and every single person open to conviction. 
Mm-hmm. And all 40. That feels hard. It feels hard. But you never know. Like, it's not impossible. And also, if he pulls any shit between now and then. Right. If he pulls shit between now and then, also, as opposed to the previous impeachment trial, if you remember back to oh, low one year ago, and I don't know why you would have forgotten because it's not like no, anything has happened in the past year. Um, the There was a vote that needed to go the Democrats' way, and that was... Uh, that was a vote for witnesses was not the vote to convict or not. First, they just wanted to get witnesses in Mm -hmm. uh, and that they failed that vote. Um, That's just a simple majority vote. So one would assume that they would be able to get witnesses this time. Like they could perhaps put on more of a trial Mm -hmm. in which case maybe some of those people would go. But the reality is, is no president has ever been convicted. Um, in an impeachment trial, in a modern impeachment trial, at least, because two thirds vote is real hard. But not impossible. No, nothing's impossible. Maureen Johnson. So what's your, you? what's your gut saying about how, how long, like how long do you think the trial is going to be? Uh, I was reading last night that, there is at least some want it to actually be quicker than the last one. The last one was three weeks. Um, and the kind of the desire for speed is because of the fact that they really do have to essentially pause all of their work. It's possible that they could create a rules change that would allow them to do kind of a half day of work uh, in the morning and then do the trial in the afternoon. But um, But it is that that is not agreed upon. And so you've got a brand new administration. Uh, They need their cabinet officials approved. They also have a very ambitious goal of, you know, getting real COVID relief going, getting a bunch of other legislation done. The sort of the first hundred days of any of any new administration is a um, is a real milestone. And now they're going to throw you know what, three weeks is 21 of those days may end up being an impeachment trial. So uh, there is a bit of a, there's a bit of a, a, a want for it to go quickly. Uh, one of the arguments that I've seen is that they really don't have to make much of a case because every single person that is in the jury were literally witnesses to the crime. Right. So, uh, so there's that. But Yeah, I mean, my gut is it will be at least a couple of weeks just based on the amount of time that this thing takes. You know, the last trial was about as quick as it could be. I don't really know how you would make it quicker unless the unless the House basically is just like, y'all were there. Fuck it. Vote for him. And uh, that's their whole presentation. Right. Well, it looks like someone is going to be busy in two weeks. Yep, that someone is me. Good That's job. okay. I enjoy it. I, I like the work. Do. But Dan, we've had this talk before. What what talk? That you get Dan and his projects. Yeah, I have a lot of projects. It's <laughs> all right. Is so guilty. It's it's just I'm just a little tired. I'm tired. Are you tired? I have been tired 
since inauguration day, I would say. Yes. Like, I am just sort of like, <laughs> Also, I think that, I think that the, the kind of catapulting or the, the acceleration that we felt as we were kind of fired through that last tunnel of Trump stuff, insurrection, impeachment, just that final adrenaline, which was, I think, thrusting us through this period, which we're all also stuck indoors because of COVID, that somehow we've all settled and we've looked at all the things we would do normally to displace or deal with um, the various feelings that have arisen from all that's going on. For example, things we could be doing, going out with friends. We could have gone out and celebrated, had a drink or dinner or something on the night of inauguration, gone to the gym, just almost anything. Yeah. We can't do any of it. Although, Dan, side note, my when I look at my dumb Facebook feed, which I only do because I have not had clearly enough therapy in my life. (laughs) I see photos of people dining in or like oh Mm. this adorable lunch spot just opened up here we are i'm going in every day to eat lunch and i feel bad for the lunch spot but take the goddamn sandwich out like you know who's people are apparently eating in and i put up a twitter are there places that are opening and so many people have replied with they never closed here yeah and and so Uh, a lot of places seem to be ramping up openings as the disease itself ramps up Illinois, where I am, uh, we are now, indoor dining, I think, is now open everywhere, including in the city of Chicago this weekend. Uh, everything opened back up because um, because our numbers are improving. But I feel like a year in at this point, we should maybe understand that the numbers improve when you take the interventions and when you remove the interventions, the numbers get bad again. I'm not not entirely sure how we have not retained that information. It's like we all have smooth baby brains or something. <laughs> There's no object permanence when it comes to understanding why we put COVID interventions in to begin with. L.A., California seems to be opening back up. Yeah. Why is any of this happening? Well, and especially when there are far more infectious versions of COVID now beginning to pop up across the country. The UK yeah. variant, the South African variant. There's now a Brazilian variant, all oh, of I didn't which know are. That. I didn't know about the Brazilian one. Yeah, that's the new one. You know, oh, it's like it's like suddenly we are collecting COVID like they're Pokemon. But yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Um, If you look, we are once again, it is the fucking end of January. And we are looking at Europe to see what they're doing. uh, And they are shutting all back down again after being fully walloped by the UK variant. In Germany and France, both, they are now saying uh, the UK variant, a cloth mask is not enough. And they are uh, they are mandating medical grade masks, which I 
talked to a few people that were at least were in Germany and they were like, yeah, they're mandating them. They're very hard to get. Um, but, and here we are like, you know, reopening the pizza place. I mean, I don't feel great about it. No, I don't feel great about it either, Dan. We're out of, we ran out of, um, vaccine here in New York city. And, um, that, that ground everything to a halt here in terms of people getting vaccinated. So Oscar and I have been playing the, when is it like, when are we and say, so his parents, obviously they're in England. Um, yeah. His father got the first dose of vaccine in December. Then they then they changed horses in midstream and said, okay, we're going to start spacing out dose one and two so we can dose everyone with the first one. So now it looks like he's going to get the second one in April. Meanwhile, hmm. his mother is going to get her first dose soon. And there is a possibility that she will get the second dose they're now in a, like they're all they're kind of unofficially competing to see which one of them will get the second dose first. Um, my parents are on a list in Pennsylvania. I don't think that they're going to get vaccinated until I don't know. Like it seemed like New Jersey was going great, and yet we have friends that are over seventy five there that are they're not getting that their appointments are in May. Right. So Oscar is a very beautifully tempered person who is like, he doesn't fluster easily, but just the other day, he just kind of had it. It was a little bit, and him having it is just like him looking miffed because he's English. He's just like, "Mm." (laughs) and we had a revision talk where we're like, he's like, I don't think we're going to get vaccinated until September or something like that. And I'm more like June, maybe July. So my my assumption has been, very late summer, very early fall is is the kind of the the mental model I have had in my head, though that model was designed around the foolish, it turns out, thought that maybe the rollout of the vaccine was going to be better than any other part of how the Trump administration managed covid. And it turns out now we are learning now that there is a new administration in town. We are learning all sorts of bits and pieces about how the vaccine, like, I mean, the vaccine is as botched as every other part of uh, of this. They they did get the vaccine made fast. That was thanks to the fact that, uh, you know, I think mostly pharmaceutical companies like money. That would mm-hmm. be my assumption for the main reason why we got the vaccine so fast. Um but once there was vaccine, they really didn't know what to do. There was no plan. Right. Which is great. So uh, the Biden administration has thankfully been more transparent than before. And their first bit of transparency was like, hey, guess what doesn't exist? A plan. So they are. They are trying to. Live up to their goal of 100 million vaccines in 100 days, but they are they thought they were starting at a higher count than they are ending up starting at. So good times. Yeah. I mean, when you kind of look at the math of it, it certainly seems like to vaccinate everybody to the degree that to get 80% of the population done is going to take about a year. 
Yeah, it seems that way. Um, I know at one point Illinois released their numbers and it was like, oh, <laughs> when I did the math, it was like, hey, that's like three years till everyone's done. Yeah, uh, but I think it will. I think it will. There will be more vaccines available because more and more companies are starting to release va- like there is it is there is a ball that will roll down a hill. And at least the good news now is that it seems like there is some level of competency around the people that will handle that ball as it goes down. Ah, Dan, I held my breath there because I thought I had accidentally conjured Amy Carter's shoe, but whew. nope, she's I didn't. Well, good. You'll be good. Look, when it's time, she 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 comes when she's when she's needed. <laughs> does, does she now? Yeah, she does. <sighs> In the meantime, says Huvia, start wearing two masks when you're out, would you? Yeah, I'm that going to. Good. We have a mask rack that has some single layer cloth on that i'm just gonna take those because sometimes oscar puts the single layers on and he's like it's yeah. fine i'm like it's not fine no. and he he seems certain that it's fine and it's not so i'm taking no. those away <laughs> i mean one one big difference i will say so i last week began to get very concerned and sort of saw some of the channels that i am i am in becoming extremely concerned about the UK variant and the South African variant here. And I began to realize like we need to up our mask protocol that at our house and ordered some fancy masks and things like that. And one thing that brought me a great deal of comfort was that same message actually came out of Anthony Fauci's mouth on Monday as well. Um, And so it does seem like there is an acceleration between the public health messaging and the actual like sort of scientists and epidemiologists and other people that are paying close attention. It does feel like I have seen information in one spot and then I see it coming out of actual federal messaging uh, shortly thereafter, which is a which is a huge relief because that didn't exist for the last year. Yeah, I bought some that are almost they're not N95s, but they're a close public equivalent. And they're not paper. Yeah. They're actually cloth and washable, but they have some very high level of efficacy. Yeah. They are a giant pain in the ass to put on your head. I hate them, but they are more effective. There are there are some good ones that are not a pain in the ass. There's a company called AirPop that makes some very that, ex- that makes some very expensive um masks but the basic deal is they have a very good seal around your face that is if you're not all beardy um and there so yeah i would i would definitely say that people should be looking into it and at a bare minimum just fucking throw masks on your face like multiples if you are going to be uh anywhere near other people right now it seems to be the seems to be the going thing this has been Mask Talk. Mask Talk with Maureen and Dan. Can we shift gears and talk about Rudy Giuliani, Maureen? If you want, Dan. Because I need to read to you 
this amazing article that ran in the Washington Post today. So Rudy Giuliani is the latest person to be sued for defamation by Dominion Voting Systems. That would be the company that uh, Rudy and Sidney Powell and Donald Trump and everyone else kept saying, like, swung their voting machines for for Joe Biden, even though they they absolutely did not. Uh, but they have been throwing very large defamation suits. Uh, they sent cease and desist to Fox and OAN and and uh, Newsmax, all of whom have had to kind of issue on air corrections uh, in order to not be sued. Uh, but they've sued Sidney Powell for like a billion bucks. And uh, they just filed suit against Rudy. And uh, the Washington Post today has an article This is how it starts. As he outlined how pervasive voter fraud had turned the United States into, quote, Venezuela or China or the old Soviet Union, Donald Trump's personal attorney, Rudolph W. Giuliani, paused his video podcast to offer his audience an incredible deal. For just $596, an online fraud protection company that Giuliani called, quote, the only folks to trust that I know of, was selling four years of online defense from home-stealing cyber thieves. Use code RUDY, that's me, and sign up for 30 free days of protection, Giuliani said, before returning a diatribe, uh, before resuming a diatribe about an international communist vote-stealing plot and later another advertisement in which he hawked dietary supplements. What? <sighs> yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, the lawsuit uh, alleges that Giuliani knowingly spread falsehoods about the company to bolster Trump's failing attempts to overturn the reality of his election loss. But Giuliani had another incentive for doing so, the article says. He cashed in by hosting a podcast where he exploited election falsehoods to market gold coins, supplements, cigars, and protection from cyber thieves. What? (laughs) You know, it's important. It's important stuff. I I have seen video of Rudy uh, pausing his podcast to give good deals on a cigar subscription service. The suit outlines how Giuliani often aligned his, quote, direct-to-camera advertisements with the falsehoods of the day. Lawyers wrote how, in one video, after decrying how an American election had been fixed by a Venezuelan-owned company, Giuliani marketed cigars from an American-owned company, offering $20 off orders over $100 if his viewers used the code RUDY20 when ordering. I don't understand. I don't understand anything. In another December video about Dominion, Giuliani warned that, quote, a socialist storm is brewing and pitched his audience on paid memberships to, quote, a conservative alternative to the AARP. In yet another, he warned that in these uncertain times, the, quote, one thing you can count on to protect what you've worked so hard for is physical gold and silver before advertising a gold dealer and counseling viewers. Tell them Rudy sent you. Dan. 1.5 1.5 or 1.3 billion dollars is so much money. It is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It is a great deal. A great deal of money. But I mean they literally have probably put this company out of business. So there's that through entirely unfounded bullshit. <sighs> 
So what's going to happen to old Rudy, Dan? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think that this this lawsuit's going to be a problem for him because I don't know if you know, but he's not a very good lawyer. What? I it's I know it might come as a shock, but he seems to not have a particularly firm grasp of the law. Do you think he's going to try to get Trump to have him be the lawyer of record at the Senate trial? He is not. So at one point he was floated as such, but he has since said that he will not be a lawyer because he was a witness to the um, to the events. Now, witnesses doing a lot of work there, considering that he literally gave a speech at that rally where he told people that it was time for a trial by combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll that's um. There is that, Dan. And when you put it that way, it really sounds like he was up to something. Yeah, it doesn't think that you're not totally a witness if you are literally telling a mob to hold a trial by combat by combat. Right. I think that that might might be a little more than witness. Now, when we last checked. Yeah, he is not um, the the lead lawyer is going to be a guy named Butch. What? Yeah. Uh, let me let me remind myself of his last name. I can't not forget his first name. Uh, what is his name? Butch Bowers. What? He is a South Carolina lawyer who successfully staved off the impeachment attempt against uh, South Carolina Governor... Uh, Mark Sanford, who you will, if you can remember back to uh, many years ago now, had gone missing for a little bit, claimed that he was hiking the Appalachian Trail, but it turned out that he was in Argentina having an affair. Ah, yes. And uh, the South Carolina legislature tried to impeach him and Butch Bowers came to the rescue. How easy was it for them to convince Donald Trump to get this guy simply by saying his name was Butch? Took five seconds. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Yeah, Butch. I like it. So Butch Bowers is going to be the trial. Uh the 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 uh the, the... Yeah, they'll there'll be other people, but we don't actually we don't actually know who they are. Most of the folks involved with last year's uh, have said they will not be involved with this one, either because they were White House counsel or because they think that he um, fucked up mm-hmm. by, you know, inciting a mob. So there's that. Dan, Dan, Trump has had some issues now with getting lawyers because he's, you know, Donald Trump. And do we think that, I mean, he's burned a lot through a lot of lawyers. And do you think that the quality of lawyer that he is now getting is maybe degrading a little bit or? Uh, Well, Lindsey Graham vouched for Butch Bowers, called him a solid guy. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, he's a solid guy, Maureen. Right. What is this? Look, if you can get a guy off when he was in Argentina having an affair without telling anyone where he went and then claimed he was hiking the Appalachian Trail. You're not a bad lawyer. 
I mean, that's a baller move, though. I mean, you can't. (laughs) Now that I'm reminded of it, I'm not saying you should do it, but it is baller. (laughs) (laughs) That's something you do when you're confident. (laughs) I guess. It is. For sure. Like, you really got to believe in yourself. You're like, I was hiking the Appalachian Trail and not having an affair in Argentina. Any other questions? All right. <laughs> All right. Peace out. See God. ya. Men are very confident. And-, and then he just dunks a basketball and walks off. Fuck yeah, he does. And what is this trial going to be like? I, it's, I, 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 yeah, it'll, I mean... I don't know, because the charges that he incited an insurrection. Mm-hmm. And he incited an insurrection. Right. So I'm not, I don't know. Right. I don't really know. I, I, I would guess, if I was a guessing man, I would say that the basic approach that old Butch is going to take is not to try to say, well, okay, yes, that insurrection that happened immediately after he told people that he was going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue with them and that they needed to be strong and show boldness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it, That didn't happen. I think that's not going to be the defense. I think the defense is going to be this trial is a sham because you can't, try an ex-president for impeachment there's nothing in the constitution that allows for that Mm -hmm. uh that is seems to be the main republican talking point at this point and i would think that that will be what they put forward because it, it it is in line with what republican senators are already saying um you know they aren't they aren't debating the merits of inciting an insurrection or not. Instead, they are simply saying this is a process that is not a real process. So the the defense is kind of so you guys are gonna, you guys going to be dicks about this, but kind of. Yeah, sort of. OK. Yeah, it's, it's you guys are going to be dicks about this. And also you can't even be a dick about this. Right. OK. And and you are seeing some some somewhat surprising things like the last impeachment trial. Um, the presiding officer was John Roberts, the chief justice of the United States, because that's what the Constitution says happens with a, an impeachment of a sitting president. But there is a lot that has not said about impeachment of non-sitting presidents. And so uh, the presiding officer is actually going to be the president pro tempore of the Senate. Uh Senator Patrick Leahy from Vermont, who interestingly, Maureen, is a huge Batman fan and has appeared in five Batman movies. What? He has been in more Batman movies than any one Batman. I I don't think I understand. He loves Batman. Right. He appears, this is actually somewhat of a sweet story. So he learned to read, reading Batman comics. Okay. uh, Loves Batman, has appeared in multiple Batman movies. 
uh, it's, it's like little bit parts, not like a main. He's not like the Joker. Not, he's or not. Something. He's not Batman. He's not Batman. No. Right. Um, I believe in two of them. He plays himself. Um, and he donates all of his money that he makes from uh, his appearance fees in those movies to uh, a public library in Vermont. So. But yeah, he's a he's a giant Batman fan. Okay. And is now the now going to be running running the trial while also voting to convict or not, which feels a little weird. All right. Yeah, so uh but that that's February 9th. That's like think about all the things that happened in the last 2 weeks. So who knows where we're at by February 9th. Dan, what should we call this period as we, as we adjust? The, the term that Janice and I have used a lot at this house is that we are off gassing, mm. you know, like there's a lot, I, I have been having an incredible amount of shitty sleep lately. Um, and it, it does feel like it is sort of off gassing of stress leaving my body, you know? Um, like this is very much an off gassing period to me. I, there's so much to get used to. We just went through such a massive, massive and rapid series of major events. Um, and now we are suddenly gear shifting in what really does feel like the most like abrupt change from one group of people to another mm. that I can possibly imagine, you know, just from the Trump administration and the thousand clowns and goons to uh, to the Biden administration and the just sort of like all very chill, uh, relatively competent pencil pushers. So it's uh, there is a lot like it is real whiplashy right now. I would say that's how I feel. How do you feel? Um, it's hard to say because like I was saying before, because the, the deceleration has been so it's like we the car has slowed down so fast. We've whapped our faces on the windshield like it's. Yeah, tired, a little out of sorts. Mm hmm. Um, just out of sorts is, is is the best way I can put it. Like really now noticing more the, the fact that we're inside. Yeah. Just, uh, kind of itchy in your own skin. Yep. Um, yeah. The, the feeling that you're really inside, I have also noticed that a lot. And to me, I feel like it's because there is there's a palpable sense that things have changed. And then there is also the sort of immediate brass tacks reality that nothing has changed. Like we you know, did it. Like, and then we're just still uh, sitting there. Yeah. Oh, we did it. Cool. My pasta didn't come in this grocery order again. You know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It, 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 there is a definitely a sense of like, oh, but we're still in this shit hell. Shit hell. 
<laughs> We're still in this shit hell. Is the February sticker club sticker now? It's probably not. Well, should we bring up the one other news item of the day, Dan? That hopefully Do we have to. We have to, I think, because it's uh, awful and deeply weird, and awful yeah. and deeply weird, and yeah. awful and deeply weird. And those things need to be said three times because they are, in fact, awful and deeply weird. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, do you do you want to? Oh, please. After you. I'm a little confused by it, but apparently in the middle of the night last night, so that would have been late Monday night into Tuesday morning, Kellyanne Conway accidentally question mark hacked question mark on purpose question mark posted a topless photo of her daughter on Twitter. Now, I believe mm. that the photo, I haven't seen it, obviously. I, a passing reference leads me to believe that it is a photo of a photo on a phone. Something. I think it's something like that. I saw the headline and I opened the article and then my brain fully went into protect Dan mode. And it all was just fuzz. It, I, I'm a little confused, but I saw one image float by that had it like kind of had a, a blocker over the important part. Yeah. But like kind of showed you the out, outer parts of the image okay. with, a, with a big band over the middle. And it looks, if that was it, then it looked like a selfie that Claudia may have taken in a bathroom mirror. Okay. And then a photo had been taken of the selfie on the phone. Mm. Um, nice. That's normal parent-child behavior. Like, so no I'm glad. I, I, glad that's happening. Because at first I was like, well, how the fuck did she get? Like, but that seems to be what it is. Now, so that it's all very confusing. Like how this even comes together. You have to kind of sit there with your brain for a little bit and go, what is happening? Um but somehow that got posted. So her mother has revenge porn on her phone or has taken a picture, has mm -hmm. a revenge porn picture. Yeah. That she has, I guess, kept as collateral of some kind. Seems that way. That either accidentally or on purpose, she has released the revenge porn into the wild. Yeah. Now, last week, Claudia posted a kind of montage clip of her mother behaving. I mean, it's not, don't watch it. No, it's and not good. Police did go out to the house at some point. It's very confusing as to what is going on in the Conway household. But what's not confusing is that it's really bad. Yes, that is definitely not confusing. They are such horrible people. Yeah. Kellyanne and George. And, I, and I, uh, by the way, I feel like I was speaking very, that's partially because I'm so deeply confused by what's going on. Horrified and confused is why you hear me kind of carefully saying all these things. Cause yeah. I don't understand any of it. No, but it's, um, I, I mean, the thing that is, interesting about right now is all of these people horrible people all now don't have the trappings of power around them and 
their terrible behavior feels far more clear now. You know, like it, there is no, there's no balance around that. There's no, or they're not balance. That's the wrong word. There's no cloud of this is how people act. <laughs> like they're just, I don't know. They're just fucking terrible people, and they are showing us yet again how fucking terrible they all are. And the one nice bit is we don't have to give a shit. Other than to give support and hope that Claudia can get the fuck away from her parents as soon as possible. Right. But otherwise, those fucking two parents both just fucking. They're they're monstrous people. They are. I mean, monstrous, weird, fucked up people. But this is a real new kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Speaking of monstrous people, Maureen Johnson, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has announced that she is running for governor of Arkansas. So that's great. I feel like we killed a zombie and but the hand like the parts of the body are still moving, like the hand crawled away and the foot crawled away and the head rolled down a hill and it's still trying to bite you. And it's yeah. And it's somehow going to infect a bunch of other people. Yep. And then we're going to have... Sean Spicer is trying to join the White House press corps. Come on, Dan. Stop it. No, he has a show called like Spicer and Company or something like that. We all have uh, shows, On Newsmax. Sure, whatever. But yeah, he he is trying to uh, join the White House press corps, which will be a real... Oh no! That'll I'm be sure great. They'll pick him up right away. I'm sure. Yeah, that'll be great stuff. They yeah. should hire. They should hire Scaramucci just for funsies. Oh boy. Um. Anyway, they are. It's you know what? It's less like we killed a zombie, and more like we killed one of those like uh, haunted bodies that was full of bugs. And now the bugs have kind of dropped down and scattered off. And now we got to stomp on a lot of bugs. <sighs> Damn. But the good news is we all feel rested and ready. Well, I think the good news is everything's going to go a lot more smoothly from here on out. And it can only go well now. Yeah, that sounds right. That seems right. Oh, also... We forgot to say that yesterday Trump opened a new office. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Is, is not a thing that people do, apparently, opening, opening office of the former presidents. Yeah. I mean, they all, they all set up do. foundations and shit. But, uh, but the idea that it's sort of like called the office of the ex-president or something like that is not a, it's that's not thing. a thing. It's the kind of thing where we said he was going to build like his own fake yeah. Oval Office and the sit around and can pre- pretend to be president still. Yeah. I, it's, it feels like that a little bit. It does. It does feel like that. So that's great. But anyway, Maureen mm-hmm. says who yep. is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com oh, oh. slash says who. So smooth. Where every Sunday... 
you get a free bonus episode of Says Who, where Maureen and Dan join to talk with you if you're a $5 or $10 supporter. I don't listen to enough um, NPR public radio yeah, it's- fundraising drives anymore. But I could. I could do that. At $5 a month, you get bonus episodes and a sticker. At $10 a month, you get bonus episodes, a sticker, a map of Says Whovia, and a subscription, monthly subscription to the Says Who Sticker Club, which is great. Patreon.com slash Says Who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash SaysWhoVians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan-run Discord server, you can go to tinyurl.com slash SaysWhoDiscord. And whatever you do, please do spread the word, subscribe, and leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and you can join us next Wednesday. We're back on Wednesdays. I like it. February 3rd. That's weird. It's February for our next episode. And from my basement here in snowy Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. It's really going to be February, isn't it? It sure is. Next Monday is February 1st. That's a fucking thing. (sighs) Well, coming to you from a place of rebirth and optimism at the same time, a kind (sighs) of nostalgia for, well, there's a phrase, nostalgia de la Mm. boue, the nostalgia for the dirt. And um, I, I, maybe I'm going for nostalgia de la la mer, nostalgia for the shit, where we look back on the shit. (laughs) Oh, no. um, and because uh, we've come out of out of filth and garbage, and we've swum our way mm. through the sewers, and we're gasping for air. So we're I'm coming to you from the sewer, but I'm heading towards the sun. I'm 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 where I've got one foot in one world and another foot in another. I'm straddling sewage and a slightly less sewagey place. I am thinking of you and yet i am maureen johnson did i catch you on a wednesday you did, did. I? I was answering a question from upstairs i, I was you, like she's gonna go a while i, I can I answer this text type, i fucking heard you typing well this has been says who hey, hey. oh no <laughs> It's over. Amy Carter Shue, we're done. Ah, The episode's over. Uh, It's not. It's all over. Uh, You're over when I say you're over. Oh, boy. That's right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm enjoying my time. I'm tied up. Yeah. Every day I get a little closer to him. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm in the back of the... They don't see me because I I climbed under a floorboard. Okay. That seems fine. Shut up! Oh, no. She's here with me. I'm here with you. Shut up! Anyway, every day I can come out a little bit more. Mm. I'm going to get there. I'm, I'm going to take a good look up at those pants. And you oh. know what kind of view I'm going to get? Right at the bottom no. of the closet, looking mm-hmm. up. Okay. Baggy. Don't, 
No. Baggy crotch sex. Uh, no. Right. Oh. Right. Anyway, oh. earlier I heard you talking about Wiki Feet. I love that site. Yeah, I bet you My do. My favorite site. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm good. A, I'm a big celebrity there. Are you? Yeah. I uh, guess you would be, wouldn't That's you? Right. You're a shoe. Oh, yeah. I took a, shoe. a while there. Yeah. You're well, a shoe. They're only they're kind of into shoes, but they really like bare feet a lot. But certain shoes are really into, and they get what I'm about, and I get what they're about. Yeah, I bet. I yeah. bet. Really, kind of probably feels good to find your people. Oh, it feels good. Yeah. Feels oh, good no. To... no. No. Yeah. Oh no. Anyway. Oh no. That's right. Well. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.